No my hearty my key tenai hotaka. Welcome to the panel. RNZ National Wallace Chapman here Friday afternoon. Lovely to be with you. The Commonwealth Games is on in the historic former industrial city of Birmingham. 5,000 athletes from 72 countries that after four. Also today, for the first time, councillors can be accredited to work in publicly funded mental health and addiction roles. Will it ease the mental health crisis? And there's a push for a new visitor levy as tourists return. Venice, they've done it. Bhutan, they've done it. Should the likes of Queenstown do it? Or will it stifle local businesses? And there's a great article it caught my eye about how our conversational skills have declined and why. Our linguist guest today, toward the end of the show, says, These days I crave old-fashioned spoken conversation. Well, welcome to the panel. And uh, any cheap and practical ways to keep the heat in without breaking the bank. I need your help on this. We want to keep warm, including here in the studio. And you might have the answers Text me, 2101. With me this afternoon, Cindy Michener from Michener & Associates, a boutique recruitment business. Mich- Cindy, kia ora, and it's great to see you in person again. Well, it's fantastic to be here, Wallace. Very good. I love your new frames too, by the oh, way. Oh, do you? Yeah. You don't think they're a bit butch? No. <laughs> Am I allowed not, to say not, that? No, sorry, a, not, I'll take that back. Not at all, okay. not at all. I just, I, I just think they're really strong and great frames. Thank you. Yeah, really cool. Also today, Mike Williams, Executive Director of the New Zealand Howard League, a former President of the Labour Party. Mike, kia ora, long time no see to you too. Kia ora, and it's good to be here in person. Which Isn't is it? Very unusual. I'm very sick of Zoom calls. It's like a little party. Right. It's like a little party. Friday afternoon party. Uh, to our Friday mailbag first. We always do this on a Friday afternoon. Now we talked this week about the traffic officer, uh, and many recalled when the police and traffic officers were separate. Kiara Wallace says Richard. Well, I remember when traffic police carried out point duty at intersections, essentially human traffic lights. These men, all men at the time, looked magnificent in their formal uniforms with the white gloves, flashing directions and instructions. Some had real flair in their style and were natural performers. As kids, we were in awe of traffic officers. You'd recall the days of the traffic officer there, Mike Williams? I got my licence from the only traffic officer in Hastings. You see? The day I turned 15, and it took me 15 minutes, we drove around uh, the block, and he wrote me a licence and charged me 10 shillings. Uh, well, That's the way they did it, Cindy, back in the day? I got, my, I, I got my licence when I turned 15 as well, but I think I may have been in decimal currency. I see. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, very good. Uh, and those cars too, Cindy, the black and white, I think they were white doors, black front and back. If they I were Holdens, recall. weren't they? So, uh, Holdens, were they? Uh, were they or the, were they Mitsubishis? Anyway. Oh, no, no, no. They no, been no. Oh, right. They would have been either English or Holdens. Okay. I'm sure they good were Holdens. Yeah. Well, maybe Zephyrs. Yes, the, the Zephyr. Someone will know. Now, uh, we also discussed uh, in a very animated fashion uh, with both uh, Ali Jones and Scott Campbell, though our panellists yesterday, we talked about a tenants' rights group protesting with a list of 10 demands outside a property management group in Wellington. And the, the demands ranged from, you know, very, very fair to a little bit more extreme. They included uh, abolishing rental checks 
and credit checks for tenants. They also wanted pets to be allowed in all flats. Big response. Here's a couple. We've been in our rental for two years, and every three months the agent came over uh, uh, when we're not at home and looks through our cupboards for leaks, quote-unquote, and takes photos. Is it necessary? We are notified that she'll arrive between 9am and 5pm. Do you know any other industry where the paying client is treated with such disrespect? Although Angela says, as a landlord, I want to make sure my tenant is happy and my tenants tend to stay, look after my property and even become friends. Germany has the kind of tenancy laws being asked for by the Tenancy Action Group. We are providing people with a stable and viable home and not just creaming it without doing anything. Interesting. Well, what is it they're checking on? Are they checking that it is a safe, warm and positive environment for the renter, or are they checking that the renter's not, you know, um, doing nefarious things? Uh, you know, uh, and I think that's got to do a little bit with the relationship, doesn't it? You like, know, what are they checking on? It does, but look, there are countries like Germany and Switzerland where the vast majority of people are renters, and yeah. they have vastly different rental acts of parliament than us. We might go down that route, but wouldn't that be giving up on the idea that most people are going to own their houses? Um, I mean, the reduction in home ownership by the Maori and Pacifica population over the last 30 years has been truly alarming. We've got to reverse that, in my view, before we look at the rental act. Can't can't we do that in parallel, though? Is there any reason? Absolutely, absolutely (laughs) we can. we also have another one here, Maria says, regarding the pets as well, because I think that's, uh, I don't know about you two, but I know that there are many people who have, who are, you know, great citizens who would love a home, or sorry, love a rental, but they can't get the rental, the right rental, because they have a pet. And Maria in Avondale says, my last landlord took a common sense approach, and we agreed I could have a dog if I paid for damage. Animals are a family, and great for mental well-being. So, to arbitrarily deny people that right is cruel, especially as renting isn't a choice but a necessity. Couldn't agree more. I am absolutely besotted with my two cats, even though they're working farm cats, as I've told you, Wallace. <laughs> yeah. They just, I love them. What's well, a working cat? Well, they, they, <laughs> we, live, we live in Karakaron. You've 11, got Mike's funny bone there, No, they're working cats. Get down to that stable and get those mice. <laughs> All right, you know. any, any um, rural folk out there, farmers, people who live on the land, is there such a thing as a working cat or is that in Cindy Michener's mind? Text me to 101. By the way, my husband is not allowed to ring up. He, <laughs> he, he keeps saying they're meant to be working cats. Get them outside. <laughs> Uh, we also discussed the rise of subtitles and captions amongst Generation Z or Gen Z and millennials. They actually prefer their viewing with captions on. Uh, you'd know about this, Mike. You'd always have your captions on, hey, when watching, uh, when watching Coronation Street. No, I, well, I don't watch Coronation Street. Okay, fair enough. I do have the captions on when I watch Netflix, and it's a matter of loyalty. <laughs> my, my son is a caption maker. And uh, I'm not, and so is his wife. And they've been doing it for years. They're very, very good at it. And what the television discovered is that uh, if you caption a program, it gets better ratings. 
So that's stop what Stop that. Uh, true story. Hold, stop that. We could, we could uh, check on that with McNair or whoever does the ratings. Um, that, would, it sounds an interesting up. view. You don't agree with it as a former oh, um, a TV media professional? Person. Well, I, it's not that I don't agree with it. I just don't know whether it's right. I mean, the thing for me about captions is that I watch a lot of foreign language movies and I don't know what's going on. I mean, things like Fowder. Right. Okay. Best ever. I'm not talking about uh, watching Dust Boot. Of course, you're going <laughs> to watch uh, watch it with captions. I'm talking about watching The Chase with captions on. Uh, That's amazing. That is amazing. So you're saying, Mike, if you want uh, a TV program to uh, increase their audience, caption it. That's what the research said, and there was. Uh, I mean, my son's been doing this for. Oh, at least a decade, maybe longer. And um, it suddenly became very popular. And I said to him, why? And he said, oh, well, it puts the ratings up. Yeah. So how come then every show, you know, in prime time is not... Well, it is captioned, isn't it? They mostly are these days. Yeah, they yeah. mostly are, but not... They're not captioned on their linear broadcast or their digital broadcast uh, screening, are they? Yeah, very good. Uh, here we go. Uh, surprisingly big response regarding uh, what cars traffic officers drove. Uh, definitely a Mitsubishi V3000. Mm. Also a Ford Cortina Mark IV. Uh, uh, we have a rodent warrior. She is most definitely a working cat. Most farms have much loved working cats. Thank goodness I can't stand rats and mice. I agree with your guests. Traffic cars, a 58 black Zephyr 6 and a huge steering wheel size white radar system hooked onto the back bumper. <laughs> that was that car 54 where I... Yeah, yeah that's right. Tootie and Muldoon. Yeah. Um, a, a bit more about captions, though. Uh, as a primary teacher, we always put subtitles on when children are watching something. Great for their reading skills as a preschooler and primary age. However, my 15-year-old tells me they all love subtitles at their school. Very good. Thank you so much for all your feedback across the week. I really do appreciate it. I love uh, getting your responses. Uh, but uh, firstly, we do have, um, well, we got this, um, we got this email. Uh, so let's go to this. Uh, and it was about a music venue that has always meant something to you, be it the Hilly and Hamilton, Sammy and Dunes, Mighty Mighty and Wellington. And we have John on, sorry, John is the cat. Sorry, John is the cat person. We haven't got Judy. John, uh, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Cats, tell us: is Cindy right? Cindy's right. Yes. Oh. <laughs> if I say so myself. <laughs> yeah. Expl- what, so, what have you got, John? So we've got a cat called Sylvia um, that we got for our granddaughters. Um, Sylvia is not interested in our granddaughters, but is very interested. And mice and rats. Have you got Sylvia's Sorry. mother? So <laughs> I don't know what she said. <laughs> nice one. So they can be. So Cindy's actually right. They can be uh, a working a working animal. That's right. But it's pretty very difficult to um, convince Sylvia that um, small birds aren't also mice and rats. Right. That's hey, the problem. John, have a lovely Friday. Thanks for tuning in. Okay, thank you.
Mike. Wonderful. All right, time for I've Been Thinking. Cindy Michener. Well, mine's not actually I've Been Thinking. Mine is I've Been Fuming. So I'm taking my, you know, five seconds of fame here on RNZ to talk about a little online... It's not a scam, OK? So what happened was we've renovated our house. One of the rooms at the end I've turned into an office. And as luck would have it, it appears to be the deepest, darkest, blimmin' mobile black spot in the country. Quite difficult if you spend a lot of time on the phone. Mm-hmm. So I've asked around what to do, and someone said, well, why don't you get a, um, a, a booster, a booster for your mobile signal? So I thought, oh, okay, I'll do that. So good I Googled it all. I went to somewhere, somewhere called nzbooster.co.nz, um, and I ordered uh, what looked like the right thing, and then I rang Mo, fabulous technician, absolutely yes. divine, came out and said, this is never going to work. And I thought, oh, that's a shame. But it's okay because NZ Booster say things like, we're proud to provide high-quality mobile, blah, 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 blah. If you want to return, here's what you do. So that's what I did. And zip, bupkis, absolutely zero, yeah. not a smidgen of acknowledgement from them. So I rang NetSafe and did all of that. But, you know, like NetSafe is saying... Is it a scam? You just bought the wrong product. Well, no, I wanted to... The point is that they say on their website, if it's not right, here's the process to return it. And that's not true. I looked up the company's office. They said where they were, and they're not. There's nobody uh, in West Milton in that road, you know... There's a New Zealand... Address? Yeah, that's that's what their address is. But they have completely and utterly ignored every email and every time I go back on, up pops the little chat that says, we're here to help. And I'm going, well, I wish you would. So, so you got the product. You got why? Why did you get the wrong product? Well, I don't know. You see, that's it. No, Mo, I, I had a look at this. It's um, I can't see how you could have got the wrong product. No, I know because it's all there yeah. and I just – but Mo said – Listen, it's never going to work where you are because we're rural. So that was fine. It says, here's how you process a return. Request your um, number, your RMA code. I have been doing all of that complete and utter radio silence. Okay. So don't anyone else do it. All right, Cindy. We'll come to yours later in the program. No worries. Mike Williams, Cindy Michener with me this afternoon. Stay with us this Friday afternoon. Lovely to have your company.